2: I figure this is fitting. That's I figure little, this works pretty kidding. well. <laughs> Hello, After Buzz TV fans, and welcome to the first episode of the Minority Report After Buzz TV After Show. With me, I have my wonderful co host, Nino Lanera.
3: Hello there. How's it going, everybody? And what's your Twitter? My Twitter is Nino Lanera, and it's also Instagram, Facebook, and um, Snapchat. Everything. <laughs> and
2: Howard the Third.
3: Hi, guys. How are you? What's your Twitter? <laughs> uh, just
4: at Howard the Third.
2: And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at kiaj. We are also monitoring our hashtag, which is abtvmreport. Yes, it is. It's not alphabet soup. For no, once in my not. life, I'm so happy. <laughs> and we are covering two episodes today because we had a little break last week. We are covering episode one, the pilot, and episode two, Mister Nice Guy. Hence our, um, wonderful opening song. Let's talk a little bit about these episodes. Let's talk a little bit about this show. I have to admit, I haven't seen the movie, but I was absolutely sucked into the world of this show.
3: I have not seen the movie either, so don't feel alone. I'm and saying. Have you? No. Oh, okay. So, so we're all in the same... So we need connected. a movie night, then. We need a movie night, but I liked it. I'm excited about it.
2: I absolutely enjoyed it. Um, awkward people not not knowing how to interact with society is one of my favorite tropes played well, and that is dashed to a T, and I absolutely adore them. Right.
3: And they have the technology to do so, but they're still awkward. Oh, yeah. Love it. <laughs> Real awkward. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. Howard, what do you think?
3: I mean, they are really pretty awkward, but I just like
4: how, like...
2: <laughs> I mean, the show in general. <laughs> yes, I think they're awkward. They're all awkward. Moving on.
4: <laughs> I really like the show. I mean, I'm a big, like, begging Good fan, so when she mm-hmm. got this, I was like, yes, I just want her to win, you know? But the whole show, I'm, I'm enjoying it.
3: I think it's a good role for her to play too because it has a little sass, but it's kind of gives her another kind of a storyline and plot to play the way she's playing this like aggressive Vega. Laura Mm -hmm. Laura Vega. That's her name, right? Laura Vega. Vega, uh, Laura Vega. (laughs) I think it's cool. I like her in this character.
2: I think, and we're kind of staying away from the female cop or the aggressive woman stereotypes, and I I Mm -hmm. like that they're treating everyone as people, as opposed Mm -hmm. to just stereotype, stereotype, white male go.
3: (laughs) Minority (laughs) report. (laughs) Again,
2: I can't vouch for the movie, but (laughs) I love it. Yeah, this. If we look at the pilot going into it, it starts with a bit of a recap of the movie. We have the pre-crime unit, which Mm. is these three, um, psychic is not the word I'm looking for, precognitive. It's right there in the title. (laughs) (laughs) These three precognitive kids, now adults, who were essentially hooked up to a machine and predicted every murder that was going to happen for... They've said six years, and they've said ten years, and I'm not sure they've quite nailed down a timeline within the show itself, but for way too long, essentially just seeing murders and not able to develop personalities and memories of their own. And then pre-crime ended, which I assume was a result of what happened in the movie. Mm-hmm. And they essentially sent them off to a ranch in the middle of nowhere and said, "Hey, you're cool, right? We're good. Swamp stay Island, there." Yeah, oh <laughs> it's, Swamp, Swamp I, Island. Like... <laughs> I'm not sure it was called Swamp Island because that's Arthur, and Arthur is kind of not the nicest human being ever. That's
3: very true. Yeah.
2: So we have Agatha, who seems to be happy to stay at the eponymous Swamp Island. We have Arthur, who is one of the twins, who gets the names and all of the data Mm -hmm. from the visions, but doesn't actually see faces or anything like that. And he is extremely self-serving and egotistical and, you know, kind of has a good reason to be, but that doesn't mean we have to like him. (laughs) And we have Dash, who is our main character, who is Arthur's twin, younger by, what they say, seven minutes? Seven minutes, I believe, Yeah. And he just see, he sees what happens, but he doesn't get any of the data about it. So Dash really got the short end of the stick as far as this goes.
3: Right, and he needs Arthur to function, so he keeps on coming back. But I mean,
2: but they obviously don't get along. Soon they, yeah, they don't. Very, very different personality types. And we have Dash trying to prevent murders and failing horribly, and eventually giving his uh, note. Giving a tip and essentially winding up accidentally giving his notebook to Lara Vega, who mm-hmm. is our cop for this. And that's our conceit, is we have a precognitive who needs to stay completely under the radar, helping out a cop who can't stay under the radar.
3: Right, exactly. I think, um, where am I trying to go here? Dash. <laughs> Sorry, I lost Wait, me let my me spot. see if I can see it. All right, let me <laughs> see if I can see it. Let me see if I see it. I think Dash just developed this, you know, obviously a complex during this, uh, 10 years of a milk bath type situation. And, uh, of seeing over 700 murders, I could see why he's like, I need to help these people. I've been helpless for the past how many years and I still see this every day. I would go crazy. You know what I mean? So I definitely think I, I could see why he had to reach out to somebody to really, really get this, get this off his chest or what have
2: you. Well, and he could stop himself from seeing the murders if he went out to Swamp Island, nowhere. Right. Because evidently it's within proximity. I
3: think it's within 100 miles, I remember, if that's what they said. So he could see a murder within 100 miles or whatnot. So you're right. If he was in Swamp Island with his sister, relaxing on a ranch, playing with horses,
2: then he'd be fine. He'd be
3: fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he'd he... choose to sustain the city. <laughs> He's a rebel. Love it.
2: <laughs> well, he doesn't seem to be the sort of guy who can stand for that. And you see all of these people dying, begging for mercy, etc. I, mm-hmm. I would imagine it would get to you. And we're lucky that he didn't end up a raging sociopath.
3: Very true. Very, very true. Yeah. He's a good guy.
2: It, and pff, would we be watching the series if he we weren't?
3: All right. Exactly. Probably not. Mm-hmm.
2: So our pilot goes into one of our first murders. One of several, actually. And we have a nurse for a rehabilitation facility, which is where they put the people who were damaged by pre-crime. They were arrested, they were kept in captivity, and it essentially messed up their brains, and so they can no longer function in society. So, one of the nurses there is killed, and it turns into this whole big thing. Did anyone remember Rutledge's first name? I just have the last name.
3: Ooh, I can't remember actually uh-uh. from the top of my head what his first name was.
2: We have Daddy yes. Rutledge, who worked with carrier pigeons that are mm-hmm. no longer extinct. Yeah. And we have Daughter Rutledge, and they are both extremely unhappy with pre crime. And after Peter Van Eyck, Peter Van
3: Eyck, you're Peter right. Van Eyck, mm-hmm.
2: who was the head of pre crime at the time and probably one of its larger movers and shakers. Mm-hmm. And using the pigeons to bring in a disease, bring in I'm not even sure what that was I, supposed to be. I don't even
3: know. These killer pigeons. It's,
2: it's very hitchcock.
3: It's, it's twenty sixty five, yet we still go back to the to the very, very classic way of not even is this really a classic way of killing people? No. You're no right. not very really. very very hitchcock <laughs> very hitchcock for sure.
2: It really is, but it's actually very smart because who would suspect it?
3: That's true. Because that Rutledge is
2: your bird guy.
3: Mm-hmm. That is true.
2: And then having the daughter work with him. I What I like about this is that we do have someone who can see the future, but we can work around it enough that it's still we still have questions, we still need to do some investigation, it's still down to the wire. It's not like, we see it, we're done, okay.
3: <laughs> right. No, I love the writers, actually, for Minority Report. They keep, you, they keep the story moving. When you think um, you know something, it still kind of turns its way, which is great because nothing's too straightforward and we can have a good time trying to um, try to figure out what's happening. And as we move on to the sec I mean, this isn't the future, but as we move on to the second episode, we kind of see that st- things cross over, which I really, really like. It's not, the story doesn't really end Episode per episode per episode, so yeah. far, at least yeah.
2: It's the murders are super episodic, but the overarching plot
3: exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: And we don't get that as much in a lot of procedurals. Or yeah. if they try, they again. This is Fox's terrible, terrible track record. I, <laughs> I watched Almost Human last year, and that did you? I did. It was a lovely futuristic procedural with high technology, and uh,
3: and that was did. it. Did Aww. our engineer
2: is sending us messages and right now it's very large text I did too With a lot of sad
3: faces sorry about that Alexis so, so
2: Alexis is in the booth and she's a lovely human being so what we're saying is guys watch this show and tell Fox you love it we want to keep it yes. we really want to keep, keep it. It. it this
3: is a good one guys it's a really good is good one. it is, it is.
2: And we essentially end the first episode with both the daughter and the father getting killed one yeah. way or another. I love that our guns here, we have some guns that are projectile and some that seem to do concussive blasts. Right. And I'm not sure which are police issue or what the difference <laughs> is, but I really do like the concussive force guns. That, yeah. that is just intriguing to me. I'm
3: so excited to see the other type of weapons that they have here. I mean, we saw something tonight also, which we'll talk about later, uh, called the six stick. Yes, that was, I was like, okay, so that's a cool name. Then when we saw it in action, I was like, I totally get it, and it's totally literal <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, and it disables the guy without right. really harming them. Yeah. It's not like a taser where what bad was, things happen. What was
3: that first one that um that Dash used on uh, Megan? It was like the the tra- it almost transformed him and uh, kind of gave him <sighs> It that, was a like, paralytic man. enzyme. There you go, and it kind of just made his face like droop right? Yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was a good one. I'm all like, I'm all about like, what's the new technology? I love it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I love like their kind of train subway system thing mm-hmm. that where the different cars yeah. go different places yeah. and just click on and. According to the Hulu special features, they're looking at doing something like that in the wow. future in real life. Oh wow! Where so I'm that's like yeah. If you guys have Hulu, it's that's one of the little special features as they talk about the technology. So good times <laughs> but yeah we end with the daughter getting shot with one of the concussive force guns because mm-hmm. she also had a gun and well it's a showdown at the okay corral with pigeons with <laughs> pigeons and we have rutledge getting knocked out waking up and dash sees that he's going to stab lara and instead pushes him over a flight of stairs yes
3: was that what did they say was that uh three stories three stories high. yeah
2: and yeah. they, did you see for the uh, shopping mall? It was like two million square miles of yeah, retail. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah, and then
2: nothing ever happened with it. That's that's kind of funny and kind of sad.
3: <laughs> I know. There's a couple places like that around here. Still, the recession happened. <laughs> yeah.
2: You try not to think about that stuff. in, What 2065? 2065. What are we 50 years into the future now? Right.
3: Let's hope the future is way brighter. Yeah. I'm hoping. Knockwood. I think there's <laughs> wood <laughs> under here <laughs> there. Okay. We
2: do. The, the table legs, okay. believe Thank it or you.
3: not. And I'm knocking as we speak. There we <laughs> <laughs> the mics are picking it up, like, what is that?
2: <laughs> so we can move into episode two Mr. Nice Guy. Mm. And what I love about this, and we talked a little bit about it, is that everything that happened in episode one factors into what's happening in this second episode. Love that. It's actions having consequences. Mm-hmm. We get the feds investigating that two people died during the previous crime and that her body cam was off. Exactly. And I love that they threw that out. That yeah. oh yeah, the cops totally have body cameras. It's a thing.
3: I love the connection to <laughs> the relevance of right now. That's perfect. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. perfect. And they did that a lot too uh, with the the Beyonce reference and the Tinder reference as they went on. Or oh went yeah. On. I love it. They did it in the first episode as well too. So
2: that's just there's no way that the body cam thing was not intentional Mm -hmm. like that that was definitely that was a thing i can word tonight it's great
3: (laughs) (laughs) did she even wear it for this episode because i don't remember anything
2: i wonder if that's her contacts though
0: i want a lens can i have a lens i
2: yes please
4: (laughs) i was like i need one i need a pair of beautiful lenses just like that so i can see everything
2: I do love that we actually had that working against her, though, because the second that's she true. flipped on oh, night right. vision, it's like, nope, the lights are going to come on, and there. Right.
3: She's like, <laughs> blast. I can't see anything. Dash, help me out. Because <laughs> right,
2: if you're wearing night vision and you get a bright light, right. that is... Yeah. You're done. Exactly. exactly.
3: That's
4: it.
2: But I love that she relies on them. I love the infrared. Mm-hmm. I love all the information she can pull up. Just mm-hmm. the lenses are amazing. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine that those also function as the body cam, because... Her boss right. does show up and say, "Your lenses, your lenses are functional. You pulled up a file. Are you working late?" So right. they can track yeah. that at the precinct for accountability.
3: Can we just talk about how how uh, much Big Brother is watching everyone in, this oh, yeah. no. in the future? It's kind of scary, actually. It
2: is. Well, we have that now. It's right. just not nearly as uh, advanced. Advanced is the word. I was going to say pervasive, but it is that pervasive. <laughs> And we'd help but we, you know, take all our selfies and post them online. It's me.
3: Exactly right. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh man.
2: Yeah. So that I I absolutely love the technology, but I love that they're also showing that yeah, there is accountability in the police force for what mm-hmm. happens. And I'm not sure Once, how long her friend can keep, how long Akila can keep pulling up files and doing it for Akilah. her. Poor Akila.
3: She's like, I am your friend, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> we are friends, right? I know. She
4: doesn't feel loved
3: at all. I'm like,
4: be good to her, Laura. Be good to Akila. Like, she's, to me, she's kind of like the one who holds all the pieces. Like, she oh, goes yeah. to Akila right. for everything. You need this, you need that. she's just, she's not good to her. Like given needs
3: love. I don't think Laura's mind isn't all there right now, as you saw when she was talking to Will, her boss, Wilmer mm-hmm. Um That uh, she was, she was, her mind is trying to work with uh, Precog right now with Dash. Yeah, and nothing mm-hmm. else is in her on her mind. She could care less that that uh, Will is her boss now. Yeah, like she's she's like, no, that's not really. Why I, no, I don't care. You're, it's fine. <laughs> We're friends. We're friends. We're good. Well,
2: <laughs> it's hard having to lie with that much accountability, right, and right. I would be willing to bet that she hasn't had to pull off a deception of this scale before, mm. especially with, as you said, so much Big Brother going on. Right?
3: Yeah. Oh, but we saw how far she would go for this. She yeah. took Arthur's, um, Dash's brother's uh, case file and pulled it up to look at it. Like she went that far because she wanted to really help the situation. Mm. So, I wonder how far she'd go in the next couple episodes, too.
2: I'll yeah. be interested to mm-hmm. see that. Because I still think she's firmly on the side of lawful or at least neutral good. Mm-hmm. But it'll be interesting to see how far the series pushes her, especially with the stinger that we got at the end of the episode.
3: Exactly. Mm. A little so. vision that Agatha had.
2: <laughs> that little vision that Agatha had is going to be <laughs> a hard one to live with. Because yeah, true, true, true. we got a little bit of this at the end of the pilot with uh, Agatha and Arthur talking about her vision that they're going to bring the precogs back in and start it up again. And yeah. not wanting to tell Dash about it because they don't know what his role is going to be. And so the stinger that we have at the end of this episode is Agatha seeing it again and seeing Lara there as well. Mm-hmm. And so again, we're just getting all these little snippets, Small and we're pieces. not sure what's going to happen. Exactly.
3: Yeah, I want to do does Agassi Aga, Agassi does <laughs> Agatha. I was, I was trying to put Agatha and C together. Does I like Agatha, Agassi. A, you like Agassi? <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> does Agatha see everything? Does she see everything? Because obviously we know that uh, Dash just sees some things. and Then uh, you have Arthur who who uh, gets the names. So does she get both?
2: Well, they told us at the beginning of the episode, we got a little mm. flashback to the last mm. day of pre-crime, and what they said was, Agatha becomes the person whose future she predicts. Mm. So she essentially steps into their shoes.
3: Gotcha. So, so- She could potentially be really dangerous to this whole, everything yeah. that's happening.
2: But that also means that she has a very limited perspective. So if she's right. seeing it from the view of the murderer, she'll know more, but if she's seeing it from the view of the victim, well, that ends after a little bit. Mm.
1: hmm <laughs> Copy so, that.
2: <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. And that's why they hook them all up, because they all have very specific limitations. And if you notice what we see for Dash, he's always outside. Right. of; He's seeing it from the outside in. And he gets all sorts of little symbols and bits and pieces, and it looks like a student's editing project. Like, we're going to be flashy, we're going to do symbolism, and it's going to be great. <laughs>
3: student's editing project, I love that.
2: <laughs> well, he's like, what, 20-something? He's he still has, young. Yeah. He's
3: still yeah. Young. Yeah. Yeah. Although Arthur looks way older than he does in their twins.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, grooming does a lot of that. Yeah, that's sharing. true. Dude <laughs> that's wears a suit. True.
3: That's very true. Cool.
2: Yeah. The, had some. Uh, the pickup artist. Tyson. This episode. Oh, yeah. Talk about Tyson, Tyson, Tyson Cole. Cole. Yeah. Tyson Cole. Because that's who they spend the whole episode telling you who they think the murderer is. So obviously, if you know anything about the procedurals, it's not gonna be him. Mm-hmm. There's no way. But he is evidently a well-known pickup artist. And it's like, he has a diploma from Harvard and not the online version. And he still writes actual <laughs> I books. I love like, that. <laughs> and the fact that negging and pickup lines on a scale of 1 to 10 is still a thing 50 years into the future is uh, just like, why? Which is
3: hilarious. Man, because remember, when they got into Club Alpha, they kind of, uh, they gave a little bit of a, uh, I don't know what they gave, little...
2: The Microbiome Analyzer is go. what I have written down. To, mm. to find
3: out who would be a good match. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you wouldn't have to have the small talk and figure out, you know, is this going to work? Is this not going to work? Yet they still have, like, a whole conference on how to pick up and blah, blah, blah and whatnot.
2: Well, you know, some people prefer to be traditional. Mm. And Lara likes the classics like Beyonce and hey. <laughs> stuff like that.
3: Megan Good, did you wake up like that?
2: Oh. <laughs> but we definitely see people in the club just kind of touching their little wristbands together and it'll say stuff like, move along or get a room right, or something like that.
3: Like 51%. That. Yeah. Oh, maybe there's a little... <laughs> <laughs> there's some wiggle room in there. Because yeah. of
2: course we have to have Lara and Dash touching wristbands just to see what happens. Exactly. Oh, 51%. That's more generous than I would have been. <laughs> and with her continually saying, there's no way, there's no way, there's no way. Yeah, I ship it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Me too. I do too. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen somewhere in, this episode, somewhere in this season. I know it's going to happen. if not season two maybe Fox let's keep this on I like it
2: season two (laughs) season two (laughs) it's only
3: the second episode
2: (laughs) Howard what do you think I mean I low key
4: wish I had those bracelets though not gonna lie yes because it's just so much work and, and the getting to know you phase oh what's your color oh this oh that like give me the bracelet and let me be on my way like I'm all here for it. I need a bracelet. Super
3: straightforward. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. I <laughs> you <know>. do <laughs>
2: I'm wondering if it's biological compatibility because, like, we're uh, biologically yeah. compatible, but I really super hate you.
3: Yeah. Like, yeah. how
2: do you get someone to move when you say 75% compatibility, but he is being a total creep?
3: True. You know, I think we were talking about this earlier where we were like, how technology plays in a. In, um, in television shows and it's almost kind of like a look to the future to see. I wonder how mm-hmm. close we are to something like this.
2: 50 years? 50 years. You thinking, 50, oh, years exactly 50 years. Exactly 50 years. If we're making those predictions, I mean, why the heck not? Right. <laughs> but yeah, Good just job. the technology is so interesting here, yeah. but it's never the focus of the story. Mm-mm. It's never, we can do this, we can do that. It's just like lenses, those are a thing. Bracelets, those are a thing. Right.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like that. I like that they keep it going, and then that everything is such a normal thing. It makes us want to just know more. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's
2: really good world building. (laughs) You see a little bit, and you're like, but how does this work, and how does that end? Tell me more. Tell me more.
3: And then they throw in Tyson.
2: That guy. Yes. (laughs) Who is a pickup artist, and a lot savvier Mm -hmm. than he looks because the symbol that we saw on Dash's vision is his moving tattoo. Right. (laughs) I'm not sure I want to know the science behind that one. That's worrying. (laughs) But it's his tattoo and it's the symbol on his book and it's just kind of his branding. And so they immediately assume, oh, that guy, it's got to be the murderer Mm -hmm. because we didn't see any faces this time around. Right.
3: Mm -hmm. And his little cynicalness when he was talking to um, uh, Vega... At the, uh, at the end of the conference yeah, and uh, she was trying to get one up on him but he was like oh no honey <laughs> I know what you're doing
2: he literally what? wrote the book on it exactly literally and I would imagine that he's also run into lawsuits and things like mm-hmm. that and that he has to be mm-hmm. careful because his was oh and you want to sell the streaming rights for a sex tape with me if you're recording this my lawyers will tear you apart exactly. just mm-hmm. he he knows how to protect himself but that's also kind of the point where you go Maybe it's not him.
3: Right, he's too. He seems like too smart of a cookie for this to happen. Yeah.
2: Turns out it's the bartender, the
3: creepy bartender.
2: Yes, uh, oh and my gosh. The, again, it's a procedural thing. But you have all of the pieces within the first ten mm-hmm. or fifteen minutes of the episode. But That's the true. execution. Cause we saw the bartender talk about, oh, rough night tonight. Oh, the next round's on me. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't start acting like a creep until the murder victim shows up, and he is just all over her, mm-hmm. yeah. and she's not interested. Yeah. And personally, this was terrifying to me because you run into those guys a lot. Yeah. And this can be the result right. of it. So. Yeah, mirroring real life.
4: Terrifying. Watch out, people. <laughs> be careful. Seriously, that's why I speak to almost. Everybody and anybody, especially like at a club, or if I'm like um, at a restaurant, I make sure I like overly speak to the waiter and stuff like that because you never know. Who you overly speaking, trying to gather information to make sure they're not crazy. <laughs> exactly. Like, right. um, what did you say was in this? Oh, okay. Just want to right. double check. Well, what was your name again? Here, you're Google. I like,
2: okay. <laughs> 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 was just thinking of the uh, Dane Cook sketch about the one guy at the office that no one's let, li- no one likes. You always give him candy in case something happens. Exactly. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's stunningly so inappropriate because Dane Cook, but, you know, <laughs> works for this. Exactly.
4: You, know, you can funny. never, never be too safe. Like, yeah. oh, how you doing, Bob? Okay, I'll see you later. Exactly. Just those two seconds. Just be it. friendly. Just mm-hmm. be friendly. Exactly.
2: But this, this is just something I run into as a woman. If <laughs> thanks for Thank the you. candy. <laughs> Thank you, Alexis. <laughs> This this is just something I run into as a woman. If you oh. smile, people immediately think you're flirting and no mm-hmm. amount of I am attempting to be polite, I don't know you from Adam will dissuade them.
3: <laughs>
2: and so that's like there, but for the grace of God and fifty years of technology go I. <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's still terrifying. a problem,
3: it's okay, I guess. Yeah. It's, some, it's, things, some things you can't change, apparently, right?
2: Yeah, but you can see them coming question mark
3: i know right if now. you
2: know the right people
3: i know i'm gonna be friends with uh vega in the future Of <laughs> vega in the future <laughs> just, just one just one we'll
2: pick one at random
3: right exactly
2: i don't know i'd like to be friends with dash in the future
3: oh yeah yeah Sitting you were down. talking about dash earlier weren't you
2: we're having a disney movie marathon <laughs> because there are some references you need to understand <laughs> And yeah. It's just not getting the little references mm-hmm. when you kind of go, oh yeah, they didn't have childhoods. Yeah, they didn't have yeah. anything. They've literally been comatose, right, for the past ten years, and that's. It's hard to wrap your mind around that.
3: Mm-hmm. It's like being stuck. Do you remember those those girls who were held captive for yeah. like? How was it like oh, almost yeah. twenty years? Yeah, almost yeah. like twenty years like, in a basement and not really knowing anything. And they came out like. You know what what mean? is like, this? I would that would be yeah. insane just to come out to a whole new world. Even yeah. five years difference, if you're like you're like like locked in the solitude somewhere, technology changes so much. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? You can go from the iPhone one to the iPhone like six. Like, <laughs> you know what I <laughs> mean? Like
2: to put a more comedy spin on it, mm-hmm. um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Relatively similar premise. Right. 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 Definitely. So yeah, the, I think the one thing that we really need to touch on here is. Um, Dash dealing with the fact that he killed a guy. right? Because that's definitely something that they bring in and everyone talks to him about it. How are you handling it? This is a thing that happened. You can't ignore it. And we finally get him saying that when it happened he felt numb. He'd seen 700 murders and he felt numb.
3: Exactly. And he's, I mean, I think he, I, I would probably feel numb as well too. But, you know, now it's just like he he said that when, he, when it happened, he thought he would feel something else.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But it, when it happened, it just kind of happened. I think that's really just from him wanting to resolve these murders because he couldn't. He hasn't been able to. He's been seeing them, but he hasn't been able to do anything. So now he's actually been able to do something, and he's just like, mission accomplished? Question mark? You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Like...
2: Well, and he'd been expecting murder to be the worst feeling in the world. Right. And then nothing.
3: Which is kind of scary to see how far he can go, too, within uh, the season. If he feels that way, he's just not feeling anything.
2: Again, we're very fortunate (laughs) he didn't wind up a raging sociopath. I know. (laughs) Like, there were a lot of paths that he could have gone down, Mm, and he's been seeing people die since he was a preteen.
3: Right. And luckily now, he's a good guy. We hope.
2: (laughs) It's a morality thing. (laughs) Howard, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I think that's so,
4: like... It is very scary that you see like 700 murders in your life like that. So for him to just be like, yeah, I'm numb. I don't really care. Another one bites the dust. I
2: was like, ooh. We should have started with that song.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's very, very true.
2: Put that in the back pocket for later. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let
4: me type that in really quick. Making sure we have it for next
3: week.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He just keeps going, you know. It's just like... It's just like weird. Like I don't know. I don't like that. Like he's just so numb to the murder. I'm like, I want you to feel scared. Like when I'm watching, like I don't know, it's because I'm scared. I just want him to be scared of these murders, and I want Laura to be the same way. Because it kind of seemed like Laura was like,
3: "You gotta get used to it." I'm like what? I feel like cops are just like that. They're used to it. I mean, I feel. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's, there are some that like are. Can be emotionally attached to cases and stuff. As I watch True TV sometimes, and you know they do cry and they're Man. like, oh, you know, I just really had like a attachment to this case. But Laura just seems like you know, yeah, like another one bites the dust. I got to figure this out and I have another case to do. Yeah, that situation. Yeah.
2: PTSD is still a thing. Though.
3: Very true. Yes, very
2: very true. Yes. Not addressed as much as it should be, but nonetheless, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: what I did like is that this became a bonding moment between two people mm-hmm. who have seen way too many people die. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: And Lara having a lot more experience in dealing with it and how do you work with the aftermath and how do you go on. And for Dash, this is not the first dead body he's seen, but definitely the first one he's caused.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Well. Right.
2: All right. So do we have any final thoughts on either episode?
3: Um, Both episodes. I mean, like I said, I'm really excited for the, the season to, to progress and continue. Mm-hmm. I... I liked it and I was drawn into to both. I mean, from the trailer from the get-go, when I first saw the trailer uh, a couple months ago on YouTube, I was like, oh, this is going to be really, really exciting. This is going to be really, really good. I always feel like I'm watching a movie as I'm watching this. It's <laughs> CGI is great, everything's good, the storyline's great. I like it, I dig it, and I really, really hope it continues to stay on this kind of same lane where we have a good storyline and everything still attaches together. Let's just, let's hope it goes like that. Let's see.
4: Ditto. Just uh kind of shadow that i do like that i do like this show i'm also excited to see where it's going to go from here i'm excited for megan's character just because i'm a megan fan (laughs) but i'm excited to see what she's gonna do how she's gonna do it when she's gonna do it like i'm waiting on you megan don't let me down (laughs) or laura either one don't let me down i'm also waiting to see
3: how much more uh how much more uh, Wilmer more Valderrama is going to play into this I feel like he's been just hopping kind of in and out of these these episodes well we don't know what
2: happened between the two of them right Mm. you know that one got promoted the other didn't and there was some taking credit for things and obviously there's a little bad blood in there right but we don't have the specifics yet and I'm sure they're holding on to that for the most dramatic moment in (laughs) episode 10 or something (laughs) who knows do we have a season order for this yet or is it too early for that
3: I don't know. Actually, I think so. But what do you
2: think? Um, We have four episode titles listed on Wikipedia, but that's about as far as we've got. So I think we're um, gonna wait and see what the numbers look like. Right. So hopefully they're good. Watch it, guys. Watch Watch it.
3: it. I like this. I like it. Watch it, please. It's on Hulu. (laughs) If you you miss it,
2: it's on Hulu. Watch it on Hulu. Good things. Yeah, I'm honestly not super into the procedural part of it. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, but I like that that's the framework for this world, this technology, these character interactions that we have. There are a lot of threads here, but we're only seeing about this much of it and I'm just kind of waiting for it to blossom into this huge, ridiculous web. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for more of the overarching plot to come in. We should be in predictions at this point. We should. <laughs> I, th- I, I think I just wandered straight I into predictions.
3: For it. I was waiting for it.
2: But <laughs> we don't have to. The... We do have the light show. We didn't have oh, yeah. that yesterday. All right. I Thank you figured it much. out. Thank you yeah. <laughs> Give yourself the applause sound effect. You deserve it. <laughs> I'll just do it in my head. <laughs> Yay!
4: Alexis.
2: And everyone who's listening on iTunes is like, "What on God's green earth are they talking <laughs> about?" So just
3: to set that in, blue lights were flickering. We were amazed and looking around, and you can catch it on YouTube just in case. It's the, light <laughs> it's the laser light show. I love it.
2: So predictions, then
3: predictions. Okay, so I think that Agatha is going to step in somewhere in the next the next episode. I think she she sees something and she does not. She doesn't like it. I think it's been progressing a little bit more. We saw her a little bit more this episode than we did last. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to get out of her 3D Skype bubble mm-hmm. and jump into a real city life for this and uh, figure something out uh, alongside with Arthur. Which, I, which I'm actually not, not not totally sure because actually Arthur tested Vega this time. Yes, and mm-hmm. uh, saw that she did what you know he said. So he feels a little bit more trusting to her, but I still don't trust Arthur all the way. He no. seems like somebody that I I have to. Step back and watch a little bit more. But I think something's going to happen with Agatha the next, the next episode. Howard? Yeah, just a little bit of that.
4: I think that, um, Wilmer, Wilmer, or Will in the character, I think he's going to come in a little bit more and we're going to get a more of a backstory of how he became boss and how Laura and him have this weird type of chemistry. Mm-hmm. And then I also see Laura and Arthur becoming a little bit closer because he did say on this last season mm. you know we're going to do some great things together he can't see the future
3: would mm. you ship Laura and Will?
2: no
1: no
4: dude
2: that's what that, that's how internal reports start uh, guys <laughs> okay. that's investigation material right there there's human resources
4: human resources like, like <laughs> no no
2: no 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 no,
4: <laughs> no. I see it. There's chemistry between Laura and Will. It's something there. It's more than just a just a boss and an employee type of thing. I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Tweet I'm, me.
2: I'm not entirely I'm honestly wondering once he finds out about this, because there's no way he's not going to find oh, yeah, out about gonna, this. Exactly. We, we have this big future vision that mm-hmm. may or may not happen. Is he going to go in with them and work with them or is he going to throw them under the bus? We don't know enough about him yet to know.
3: I'm hoping he won't throw them under the bus and that he cares about... Laura like that, but, I mean, like I said, we don't know, so.
2: I right. get We don't know enough about his mm-hmm. character to really know. And I get the feeling that we won't know either way until it happens.
4: Mm-hmm. Right. It's because gonna he's come that kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> just going to pop up like, wow, okay, we get it now.
2: <laughs> well, and we also have something of an out because we have this big vision that we're working towards, kind of. Mm-hmm. And that the conceit for pre-crime was that people had to believe that this was the future and it was going to happen. And not that it was a potential future that might happen given the circumstances, but could be altered. So that was the not-so-little-white lie that pre-crime was founded on. Mm -hmm, But we as the audience have that information, so we know, okay, we have Agatha's vision and we're worried about it. But that doesn't mean it's going to come to pass. That's true. Which is part of why they're playing the wait-and-see game. I am waiting to see more about Akila. I'm waiting to see more about our doctor that has mm-hmm. been working with them. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting to see more about the uh, DIA agent right. who was with them at the end of uh, pre-crime. Did we even get a name for that guy?
3: No. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember he hearing a showed name. showed up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't Van Eyck, was it?
3: It was. That was not Van Eyck. Different no. dude. Yeah. And what did we say the DIA was? I, sh- I pulled it up earlier. The a defense, defense intelligence agency. There you go. I had to pull that up on Google. Yeah, he was like CIA. And he
2: was like, I'm not CIA, I'm, I'm DIA. DIA. And we all kind of looked at each other and went, what?
3: What's his DIA?
2: And I'm from Colorado, so for me, that's the Denver International Airport. And I'm go. like, I know you're not a DIA person. That's that's TSA that is different. <laughs> so I'm just waiting to see how the character relations pan out. I'm waiting for more backstories. Mm-hmm. And again, the, the one big thing I have coming down the line is he's going to find out, but we don't know which way it's going to go. Right. right. In the meantime, I'm looking forward to a lot more missed references on Dash's part. (laughs) (laughs) That's always hilarious. Um, Great. Any final thoughts?
3: That's it for me. I'm excited for next week. Yeah. Yeah, that's about
4: it for me. Oh, I'm waiting for the technology. I can't wait yes. for the new gadgets. Yeah. Everything they're going to
3: show. I just cannot wait for it. Once again, Fox, if I can get a lens just to test it out here on the show, that'd be great.
4: Yeah,
2: definitely. <laughs> we, we would all go for that. Yes. Right. <laughs> Before we swing into the end, I'm going to take a minute just to talk about iTunes. We're a brand new show, and we're super Ooh. happy to be here.
1: Yay.
2: And we would love a little support from you guys. We love it as after people when you comment on youtube when you write reviews on itunes when you rate us five stars when you subscribe when you do all that happy little stuff That tells our bosses that, hey, we really like these people talking about future crimes. We would like to hear more of them talking about future crimes. So if you do, your likes, your comments, your subscribing really super helps. And it helps us get sponsors, and it helps us keep the light on. Mm -hmm. And who knows, we might even get guests coming in. Because they see that you love us and they want to be a part of the party.
3: And we want (laughs) guests we do we really super do do. so
2: yeah subscribe and comment on youtube subscribe and um rate and comment on itunes all of that fun stuff thank you for watching howard where can the people go to find you on media
4: yes please follow me
3: on twitter at howard the third and instagram at howard the third follow me all right guys and once again my name is dino and you can find me at needle on instagram twitter and facebook
2: I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kea Jay, and on Snapchat at Kea prime. I write articles for the movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. And I am on a whole bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, including Guardians of the Galaxy, which starts in just a few minutes, and Blind Spot, which starts tomorrow. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for watching. Bye, See guys. you in the future.
0: Bye.